Right about there is where he takes off through the cart yeah, and starts running to plug full going, speed. Oh. Running full speed to the <laughs> ring. Joshua, what does that do for you, buddy? <laughs> it was... Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because you, you, the people always say, you know, you don't meet your heroes because you never know what they're going to amount to this, that, or whatever. And I am very proud to say, I mean, it's not quite the same because I didn't, I didn't immortalize, you know, ultimate warrior. That's you guys favorite dude. Yes. Y'all kids. That's your dude. But yeah. in my twenties, one of my favorite guys was Hayabusa and he didn't make very many appearances in the United States. And rest in peace, he passed away this past week at the age of 47. Um, he was a true hybrid and a pioneer in not just death matches, but in in high flying and all kinds of different areas of wrestling. And one of his only United States appearances was ECW Heat Wave 1998 at the O'Hare Arena in Dayton, Ohio. And we had six row seats right next to the ramp. When Taz and Bigelow went through the ramp, you could see me standing there in my big blue FUBU outfit. FUBU. Yeah. The only white man that I know that has ever worn FUBU to this day. This is 1998. Hey, Fieldy from Corn wore a FUBU jersey all the time. Yeah, I didn't hang out with Fieldy from Corn. Thank God. <laughs> he may not have been white either. I think he's like Jamaican. I don't know. But it was just <laughs> – the, the show, if you ever seen that Heat Wave 98 show – the match, Rob Van Dam and Sabu versus Hayabusa and Shinze Tenzaki, maybe, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be mistaken his name. He's the same guy who has the, had the tats all up and down his face and his arms and stuff. He made a brief run in WWE yes, for a little while he and took had a on, solid feud with Bret Hart. Yes, he if did. If I remember correctly. I mean, this yeah, is a long a time ago. He had a different name, but yeah, that was probably five or ten years, probably about seven years before yeah. he had the match there. But it was such a good match. The whole card up to da- up bo- top to bottom, it was a really solid card. We saw um, Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow. We saw, which people shit on Taz, it was a good match. I don't care what anybody says. And then Justin Credible, and I want to say it was Jerry Lynn had a really good match. But somebody else told me it was Jerry Lynn and Steve Carino. So I don't remember the details. I remember seeing Hayabusa, and it was surreal. When he came down the ramp, everybody's like frozen. They're like, oh, man, you know, because everybody had seen the videotapes. And, yes, it was VHS tapes back then. And, yes, I'm <laughs> dating myself because we're talking about they still exist. 18 years ago, you know. But I remember, like, yesterday standing there. And I remember him walking out and me just watching him walk down the ramp. And I was like, dog, that's Hayabusa. Hayabusa's here, man. We're going to see Hayabusa. And, you know, and, and when I heard he had passed away this past year, I mean, this, this past week, it brought back a flood of memories, man. I, and you guys even got to see a little bit of it. Me and class was on the messenger talking about it, man. And it's just, it's hard to see the guys. It seems like every time we have a podcast, somebody's passed away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we're going to start off with that. Welcome to the Back Row Hecklers. There you go. What a segue. <laughs> Joshua Carabalo. Yeah. <laughs> who went, I think, two for... Oh, he waved ninety eight. Was in Dayton, Ohio. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he popped it in, and that's the infamous where me and him get the easy there, Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a little backstage yeah. segment. Do you know what he's talking yeah, about? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, believe you me, I made sure that they taped it so that when I got home, I could watch it to see if I was on there. And sure enough, the funniest thing, fucking uh, Bill Alfonso couldn't pronounce one of the names. Like, hi, Alicia and F two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Afonzi was way underrated, man, dude. Of course, that whistle got on my nerves. Almost as bad as the dude with the air horn at AAW. I want to beat the whoever. Oh. Oh, I want to kill that guy. <laughs> that whistle, man. Yeah. That I'm was not, not fun. I met oh. Rob Van Dam, and he had to bring a whistle with him. Oh. It was the worst. It was at a comic book signing in, uh, where were we? Midtown? Shit, this was a long time ago. Maybe hmm? Midtown Comics in it? I don't remember where this was. No, because we were up in, uh, the O'Neill Center was where the, uh, the okay. event was. It was like in upstate New York. I was staying in Mayopec at the time. Okay. And, uh, so it was a comic book store around that area. There was a comic book store around that area, and Rob Van Dam was still obviously with ECW, and he was signing. He's a big combo guy. He's a huge, yeah. he has his own store, I believe. I think he closed down. Oh, did it? Yeah, oh, he, he did had for his a while. Own yes, he did. He did. He had it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Kevin Smith, I mean, that's a not a wrestler, but Kevin Smith, he had his own. He used to have a West Coast store. And people don't know about that. He used to have a Jay and Silent Bob secret stash there. Oh, no shit. Now sure. he just has the one in Red Bank. I say that because a former member of our podcast does really think he's Kevin Smith. And, and I think that he goes to bed at night and, and, and prays to the God of Kevin Smith. I really, really do. We're gonna leave that there. We're gonna leave that right there. <laughs> but wow, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it, man. I had to. I apologize. I'm no, sorry. it's it's fun. Um, <laughs> Joshua, real quick, not to jump all be all over the place, but last night was a huge MMA show, and I know Matthew's not really beginning to hey, MMA. Facebook told me what happened last yes. night. So, and, and plus. Matthew will watch MMA with his buddies because he's that type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Even though he doesn't get into it. Like, if Brock was there, you definitely would probably check it out. And if CM Punk fights? If CM Punk fights, I'm watching. Yeah. I'm ordering or I'm going to somewhere. And yeah. I got to respect my boy, man. Oh, yeah. we're gonna, I'll watch it with you, man, because I'm telling you, I look forward to that kind of stuff. If I, I can wait. get away from the wife. Don't get me wrong. My wife is the one that told me in the middle of the week, he's not fighting. I said, I know he's fighting that Diaz guy. And she's like, I can't stand him. He looks weird. The Diaz she guy loves Connor. Oh, she yeah. loves Connor. She loves Connor. Is she man. still on the bandwagon? Yes. She said last night. There was a lot of cats jumping off on, oh, on my no, Facebook dude. and the Twitter. Last night, and... she's like, I don't give a shit. He's still the champ. He's still got to defend that belt. I'll still get to see him. She's oh, she's cool, man. Look at she's that, man. Halfway no. through the fight, my, my youngest son asked me, because he was cheering for Diaz. He's yeah. like, I like him, man. I like him. And I was like, I like him too. I said, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people are picking him to win. You know, he's a he's he's a better guy when it comes to a lot of things, and and he's used to fighting at that weight. And Connor's not. I said, and I wasn't sure, but didn't you pick him, Joshua, last week live on the podcast? Uh, I, I don't. I, I vaguely remember if I did. I just said like, this is how it's gonna win. I can't see Connor winning this fight. I know one of my friends asked me right before the fight, like, who do you got? I'm like, I'm gonna go with Diaz. Dude, you did it, but yeah, I know you did because I remember I was like, I'm taking Connor, and you was like, I'm taking Diaz. I was like, well, you know, if we're right and you're wrong, you're going to get some shit from me. And then at 1.23 a.m., I just got a fucking smiley face from Joshua. <laughs> That's my dude, man. Though. I like that. I like it. Um, I thought it was almost better than the men's. She never let her hands go like she did with Ronda, though. I know she's a defensive counter striker, but she didn't. I didn't think she let her hands go. Here's the thing, though: you can't really let your hands go if the person you're fighting against isn't allowing you to. And uh, Misha Tate wasn't fighting like Ronda. I know. If you look at most, Misha most was staying fight, outside of her reach. I understand that part of it. Mm-hmm. You don't fight someone of Holly on 
of her like that. Yes. And if you look at the other two fights that she's had uh, in the UFC prior to Ronda, you know, she was doing the same thing. She was just, you know, out striking, pinpoint accuracy, stuff like that. Holly Holm, for the most uh, part, is uh, a point fighter in a sense. But, you know, second round, you saw Misha Tate uh, show her, like, you know, the ground game and show that Holly Holm isn't that quite inept on the ground. And then for the next two rounds, you see, you know, Holly Holm kind of like being a little hesitant, you know, still winning the fight. Because, yes. Because um, the fight was pretty much going her way. And in the fifth round, you know, Misha Tate, you know, they told her you got to go after it. And that's what she did. You know, she secured that takedown, uh, got the, the rear naked choke, and, you know, Holly Holm, you know, tried to get her off, but she went lights out. And we have a new bantamweight women's champion. And I'm, I'm really happy for her. I think Misha Tate's been through a lot. Uh, she did pretty much everything she had to do to get a title shot. And the UFC was kind of just like, no. And they kind of like put her in the back burner to give Holly Holm her title shot, which was rightfully so. You know, that the, the Ronda Rousey, the love that the UFC has is like unquestioned. But I'm really happy to see Misha Tate hold that belt. And hopefully we get to see her defended against Ronda. And hopefully she that- gets... Uh, the revenge, the, the, you know, that third time's a charm for me. Yeah, man. So, are we done with the UFC real fast? Yes. Because there is a segue that I wanted to throw in here. Well, go ahead. I don't know if you saw this, but someone in, uh, attended the PWG event mm-hmm. last night. Instead of the UFC Instead fight. Instead of the UFC fight in Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Watching night two of All-Star Weekend. Which Can was- you blame her? Well, I mean, think about that's it. That's kind of your thing, though, isn't it? Well, but you know what? She is already... Go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. I'll let you talk. Because you... I, I, like, I, I have my own little ten, two cents on this, and I'm glad Matt brought this up. If you are the former champion of the division, which you dominated in, and your belt is on the line, the belt that you once had is on the line between two people that one of them you're going to fight, you should be at that event. You should be there to see that so you know who you're going up against. And it just goes to show you that... He's getting happy. He's clapping his hands. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear you on the other side clapping your hands. You're like, you should, you should. That's so awesome, yeah, man. Right, right, it's right, authentic. Right, right, right. Yes. But, you know, you, you're supposed to be there, but mm-hmm. you, you decided to go to PWG. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you didn't even fuck, like, that's not important. Like, you should have been there to see does the person that whipped your ass go up against someone who you whipped their ass. Not, not so much, but you beat. Let so, me... F- Oh, yeah, but also to flip that around, if I went through, she went, no offense, me, none of us, I'm 40-something years old, so it's never going to happen in my lifetime, but the amount of pressure that was on Ronda Rousey, the amount of pressure that was on Conor McGregor when they're being the faces of a multi-billion dollar company like that, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they lose, it's like monumental, and the reason I say this is because... I mean, I've never been famous or anything like that, and I've never had anything like that happen to me. Not yet. So I can't replay. We're getting there. We're going to be there one day. Um, And and real quick, i got to address something. And this is something I'm going to say just because I've I've noticed not – nobody has directed this towards our podcast, but I've seen it been directed towards other podcasts 
who talk about wrestling or who talk about MMA and things like that. I've heard people say, oh, well, you don't have a wrestler on your podcast, so I don't want to listen to it because how do you know what you're talking about? I've also heard people say, oh, well, if you're talking about MMA, you don't have a guy who's fought MMA on your podcast. Well, Joshua has trained with many a mixed martial artist. He's trained MMA before. I, the last probably at least since 1996, have been around the independent wrestling scene in this area. Now, am I going to say I've been wrestling? No, I am not an independent wrestler. No, I don't claim to be an independent wrestler. Um, have I been in the ring? Yes. I will leave it at that. Okay, I'm not going to get on here and act like I've ever done anything in this business because I haven't. But I love this business just as much as the guys who put on their tights and get in the ring. I love it and support it way way more than they do in some cases because some people don't even want to get trained right. They, they, they just, watch it right. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want to do anything. Any criticism? No, they just want to get in there and they're just happy as shit to be booked to make their $20. And there's a shitload of those fucking turds in this area. And I think myself as a commentator for pro wrestling, as an advocate for pro wrestling, I have a right to say whatever the fuck I want to say when I buy a ticket. If you don't like it, don't sell me a ticket at the door. And I'm going to leave that at that. And I'm saying that because I've seen promoters talk about people who review their shows. I've seen promoters talk about how they don't think certain commentators, that like uh, you shouldn't be a commentator for the NFL or for or, or whatever if you haven't been a uh, a professional football player. And I totally disagree with that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Are you going to go... I don't really know how to say this. I sound like such a fucking asshole. Um, I may not be a chef, but I can tell you if my steak tastes like shit or not. Let's leave it. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I'm not going to go naming names. I'm a, that's that's a, a fair statement. Though. Yeah. And I, I'm I, stole that from Manawa. You know, I really did. Yeah. Cause I think I, that lots of people get that kind of stigmatism. They think, Oh, well you ain't, you ain't making the trips, man. You ain't making the rounds. Oh, so you say I've never drove fucking four hours to a show. And went to a wrestling show for three hours and then drove back home the same night or drove six or drove eight hours. I haven't done that with friends when I was younger. I didn't do that with family members, people I called my brothers. So, I mean, don't come at me, man. And they haven't. People haven't been. But they've come at friends. And they've come at family. And they just need to stop. Um, Rant over. Sorry. not to be. I try not to be negative or whatever. But when I see people stating opinions as facts... That's when I have a fucking problem. Well, it's an ignorant thing, man. Yeah. I think it's more yeah. than anything else. And ignorance can be very offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same, same thing is we don't get on here. Honestly, Doc, back in the day, may say something about this guy or that guy every now and then. But, but most of but the time. But that's like road stories. That's I mean, road, yeah. And, and, that, and, and he's telling truths about him. Like, this guy was a dick and this is what he said. Or yeah. he called her this or he called her that. And he or, was afraid of midgets. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or I may say, you know, oh, man, dude, I was in the locker room and that dude was a fucking dick. Or I may say, hey, man, I went to talk to this guy after the show and he bu- fucking blew me off like an asshole. You know, or I asked this guy to be on a podcast. He told me to fuck off. But and that's we, fine. we don't. Every time we get on here, we're not negative, condescending fucking assholes. I like, I don't know about you guys, we like to have fun, we like to make fun of each other, and we all love wrestling. And we're great at it. And we all love wrestling. And we all love wrestling. Yes, Joshua, are you looking forward to Roadblock at all? And do you know any, besides, I only know two matches. I know three. You know three? I know three, only because Wikipedia told me. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, 
I mean, I know it's got no build-up. If it had the build-up to WrestleMania, you know. Yeah, but, like, these are the matches that, you know, you would want to see at WrestleMania, so to speak. Yeah, I, mean, I get that, especially with the, the addition of Brock. Match for NXT title on that? What's that? What's the third match? Because it's the NXT title. Uh, they got the NXT titles, which was announced on NXT on this past Wednesday. The they tag? Have the tag. They have Enzo and Cass versus Dash and Dawson, who are now going by the team of The Revival, which I'm okay with. Is Dash and, Dash and Dawson's not the two guys that everybody's freaking off of, right? That's Gable and... Gable and Jordan. They're is, the ones everybody's jogging. The one everybody's jogging. American Alpha is what they're going as okay. now. No, um, I've seen a move that one of those guys did on a meme. Yeah. Dude, it's fantastic. I love the American Alpha. I, I am I'm all aboard so that. so far behind NXT. Dude. I am all aboard this bandwagon, man. The, I'm so... Joshua was like, dude, this kid, uh, Chad Gable's gonna be the next Kurt Angle. Like, before I saw him, like, before he had made his debut in NXT, he was like, this is what I'm hearing. Can he work the stick and shit? Yeah. He can work it to an... He has great facial expressions. Okay. Like, he'll say, like, lame stuff sometimes, but he'll play it off of, like, see, wasn't that sick? And, like, he actually (laughs) believes, like, his lameness is awesome. That's gotta be So, it's cool, man, because Jason Jordan was stiff as fuck. Like, when I first saw him, like, he was like, I'm an all-American wrestler, an all-American boy, and I'm... This guy's boring. He has no charisma, nothing. And it was actually amplified in the NXT special that they were doing with, um, what was it called? Uh, Breaking Ground. Everybody told me to watch that. I, need to I enjoy Breaking okay. Ground. Um, Ooh, side note, the, side note, real okay. quick before I forget. ECW, the TNN era, the, from when it went from the Nashville network to like the whatever network. With the TNN, I don't know what the hell they call it. The National Network. The National Network. Network. The National Network. When TNN, when ECW was on there, I want to say circa 98 or 99, maybe even 2000, Mm -hmm. right before it went belly up and all that shit happened. There was a run on there that had a lot of good shit. Now, you didn't see, a lot of the guys were already gone. Taz, Mm -hmm. a lot of the guys were gone and stuff. But there was such good mix of dudes on there. I mean, I Steve know Carino Rhino was still there. Yep, Steve Lynn Car- was still there. Steve Carino and Jerry Lynn had a magnificent feud that made Steve Carino's career, and that happened during the TNN net- yes. days. All that's on the network. And I've seen off from Gary J. There's a plug to my boy Gary J. Who was just announced going to be at making a statement Pro Wrestling Freedom Show April fourth. I'm sorry, April eighth. Sorry. Whatever Friday, that Friday is. That Friday is, is or after eight? April. Yeah, right after Mania. I will be commentating there live. I will have your Backrow Hecklers t-shirts. Come and get them from me. I'll have them sitting at the commentary table. Come say hi to me. I'm going to be doing commentary. Gary J is signed to replace Reed Bentley. Oh, wow. So okay. we got Chip Day. We got Team IOU. I just, huge card. Anyway, sorry. Go back to what you're <laughs> talking about. I, had, I, just wanted to I get totally lost my train of thought. But we were talking about NXT. And we were talking yes. about Breaking Ground. Jason Jordan was not that good, and it was amplified in Breaking Ground. Like, they actually showed him as an introduction in the introduction and things of that nature. Yes. And they showed his evolution to the American Alpha. Oh, that's cool. And it was really, really well done. Because he the only thing that they were missing Mm -hmm. was he had a short stint with Ty Dillinger, who is obviously now the Perfect Ten, who has done fairly well recently. Mm -hmm. I know he's been in NXT forever. Sean Spears. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's been in NXT and development forever. But they actually had a solid tag team, and I thought Jordan and Dillinger was going to make, was it. Gonna make yeah. it. And then they broke them off, for my opinion, no real reason. Yeah. And they like they swung the feud towards Jason Jordan. I, I didn't understand it at least at the time, and that's you know maybe that's WWE seeing something that I didn't see. Well, maybe they, he's really good now. Maybe really, they brought Spears in to show everybody how good he was. It could be, you know, it very well could be because I thought Dillinger was going to break out from that finally. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he didn't, yeah. and he, well, he he's doing okay. Is I look. Mm-hmm. It only gets over in, in, uh, in doses because they don't have him consistently 
They don't. It's like a once a month well, thing. Well, that's the thing about the being. He beat a... Sammy Callahan. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about having them on there. I seen a I seen a portion. Yeah, did. Of, I seen a portion of the Sammy Callahan um, shoot interview where he was putting over Cena, and the thing that bothered me about it, and this isn't me shitting on Sammy because I like Sammy, he's a cool dude, but he was like, um, he's like when we was at the performance center, he said, uh, who was he said Bill Demont. Cena came in after one of his in- injuries while Sammy was there and he was rehabbing. He, said he, he sent over him and a couple other guys that Sammy named that I don't remember off the top of my head to work out with Cena. And he's like, Cena afterwards was like, hey, man, just shoot. I got, you know, any, any questions you want to ask me? What's up? And he said, the guy has so much knowledge just from the last 10 years. And I agree with all that. He said, but this is what he said. He goes, there's no real true hills or faces in the WWE right now. He said, because... Whenever they come out, those guys are having to judge sometimes on the fly how the crowd's going to respond and work accordingly. I agree to an extent. To an extent. To an extent with what Sammy said. I'm not out there every week, you know, having to do that. But at the same time, neither was Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> he. This is hearsay <laughs> from John Cena. Um, he also said that John Cena. The comment he made is John Cena's never, even though he's a babyface. He's he'll never have to have a heel turn because people already hate him. I totally disagree. I disagree with that. If John Cena comes out and and turns, he's never gonna come. Whenever the fans are against him, he he spins it. He comes out and says shit like, "I'm mad too. I lost to Kane." Yeah, he does that shit all the time. He does. And to me, he thinks that that's him getting the crowd back in his favor. It doesn't work. He it's, can tell people it does. It's funny. But it don't work. It makes you laugh, and then you're back to where it was. And it may hush some of the naysayers. And I'm not shitting on Cena by doing this. I'm just saying that for someone to say Cena doesn't ever need a heel turn, I think that's bullshit. I think you turn John Cena heel, and you have him come out and be like, and he doesn't have to be like an against the authority type heel. He could be with the authority. Turn that motherfucker heel. I know they won't because the Make-A-Wish and all the other shit or whatever, but at the same time, they're going to understand. Josh is laughing. Yeah, he's like, oh. and, you know, there's going to be little kids that are still like, there's kids that want, the, that want the bad guys to come to their to their Make-A-Wish. I guarantee it. You there know? are some. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, though, going to that house show a few weeks ago, you can definitely tell, you know, the kids who are the faces and who are the heels. Oh, they love Dean Ambrose, didn't they? Oh, they popped so hard for Dean Ambrose, and they booed the heck out of Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. They hate that guy. Yeah. Because it's still, it's still real to them. Huh? Well, he's a real heel, though. Like, oh, like, just like he said, he's a real true heel. He doesn't come he, out there. He blocks people on Twitter. He doesn't come <laughs> out there, though, and try to. He does say a few little smart things, don't get me wrong, to get over with the smart fans. and But he does his job. He doesn't, like, the the one thing that Ian Rotten said to me that I was like, when he, Ian, Ian said back around, I want to say King of Death 2015, he made a comment um, on Facebook. He's like, I see a lot of holes in Bray Wyatt's game. And so we was at a show one day, and it was kind of like a show where there wasn't a whole lot of people there. And he was roaming around. He sat down next to me for me. He's like, how you doing, B? Which he's done before. And I was like, hey, man, I probably even talked about this on podcast before. If I did, I apologize to those who listen regularly and are having to hear it again. I was like, what kind of holes do you see in Bray Wyatt's game? Because, dude, his mic skills are on point for being a five-year legacy. His wrestling's not pitiful by no means. No. Um, and I've seen him work through injuries other guys wouldn't have. I said, I, I liked him when he was Husky Harris. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think the guy's good. He goes, the main thing is that he's looking down the road already. Like him singing and catering to the fans. You got the whole word in the hand, a lighter gimmick and all that. He's a heel. 
he should come out there and talk down to the fans. And I said, yeah, but it's almost like his gimmick is like a cult following. Like he wants the fans to follow him evilly. Do you know right. what I'm saying? It's almost like a brainwashing thing. And he's like, no, brother, but if you're true, if you're a heel, you should never seek the adornment of the fans. And that's a true statement. Yeah. I mean, Ian's been in the business a lot longer than me. I can, I can me. get with that for sure. I can get that. So, I mean, that's, and when I thought about it later, it made me look at Bray differently. But at the same time, it didn't make me ever dislike him. You know what I'm saying? But him against Brock, man, that, I mean, I know what they've had, like, a, um, has him and Brock been in the ring one-on-one without a bunch of people jumping in before? Not that I know of. But it's going to happen. I want to see Roadblock. it. I want to see it. I don't know why. <laughs> you know why? Because they built. I know that. I understand that they built. The, well, didn't the, like the, it. Didn't like the whole. The Rumble was all about Wyatt and Wyatt and Brock. Brock and and him, yeah. they all threw him out after they'd already been eliminated. And it was going to be. You know, Brock versus Bray. Mm-hmm. And they were going to do Ron Strowman versus Undertaker. Yeah. For whatever reason. But Taker said, no. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. No. But no. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So that kind of put, unfortunately, that kind of put WWE kind of in a, in a little bit of a bind because they'd already built up the story to go one way. You know, one thing, there's one guy, and I'm a friend with him on Facebook only because I trade action figures with him. I know that sounds really weird for a 40-year-old man, <laughs> but I trade Go action ahead. figures. You don't have to explain something. it. Yeah. <laughs> We're cool, though. He's a cool guy. And he's not the smartest fan, but um, he isn't. He isn't. He's like a big, huge thing, and Ric Flair fan. He loved WCW, NWA in like the 90s. But when he heard Shane O'Mac was coming back, he's like, hell yeah, man. I love everybody from the Attitude Era. <laughs> I wish it was Stone Cold. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what WB's hoping for. They don't give a. They're gonna give enough. The smart fans are gonna fucking tune in anyway. You know. I'm tuning into WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm but not, are, missing, are I'm not you, buying it. Yeah. Are you thinking? <laughs> are you thinking about? Uh, Technically, you are buying it. Well, I'm buying the network. I don't watch pay per views. The way I look at it is though. Uh, that's. I mean, I watch the original programming more than I watch pay per views on the network. To be yeah. Honest, I, well, I, I try to watch all the networks that all the pay per views. That way, I feel like I'm getting my money's worth because I haven't been able to sit and watch a whole lot of the programming mm-hmm. they have. I try, but then I'm like, shit. You know, like I still have five up, four episodes left of the Man in the High Castle on Amazon. I still haven't went to Hulu and got my shit for eleven twenty two, uh, whatever that is. The, the stu- oh, it's so supposed to be so awesome. And I yet, heard it's good. Yeah, but I haven't got. I got to get Hulu back because I've had Hulu in forever just to watch it. Have you got to watch any of that, Joshua? Nah, I have literally not touched my Hulu. Like uh, my friends use my Hulu more than me. <laughs> well, yeah. you're a busy man though, and your extra time you have, you watch stuff usually like probably on your phone and stuff, don't you? Okay, bye. sorry, we got derailed for a minute. <laughs> but I just want to say the three matches for Roadblock, real quick. Um, I don't think we really need to do picks for Roadblock. No. Unless you guys want to. Well, it's on a Saturday, too. Yeah, that's kind of It's cool. kind of an odd thing. It's cool. I'll probably watch it the next day. I can't mm-hmm. imagine I'm watching it on a Saturday night. Yeah. I don't know if that's a work night for me or if I'm off. I think it's a work night. It's this coming Saturday. Well, I think my son's going to his friends to spend the now, night. I don't so. know if there's going to be adding anymore. We still have one more Raw. I don't know if they want to put any women on there. I don't know if they want I'm to put... I'm sure there's going to be more matches on there. If they have a... How, we might know the time slot. Is it two or three hours? If it's two hours, then... Which I have, I don't see it being two since all the rest of their fucking program in the world is like three hours. So they're probably going to do uh, five to exclusively six... exclusively on the network on Saturday. It doesn't say what time they're starting. Yeah, it's so based on here. speculation that uh, you know, Roman Reigns doesn't come back. Uh, 
I don't think he is. So, so was that a shoot injury to his nose then? Was that yeah, a shoot? No, that was like legit. Like he fucked up his nasal thing, and you know. Okay, so the so there was no blood pill passing that everybody said talked about. Oh, I don't know about that. I think like he just he. I think he got legitimately hurt at a house show against Sheamus. They were saying, so like they had to like like get him off TV with that that bullshit injury. With, with, with yeah, Trent. I just don't. I see, didn't see that. I, I just, seen, I saw I seen the him hand something, and yeah. throwing him a pill and him bleeding out his nose, and I was like, I don't care for this. I seen him doing something, and then if he's he could, I seen the blood. It looked like it's coming from his mouth and nose region, and I seen the after pictures, but. I don't know, man. I don't think if it was real and his nose was all jacked up, I don't see Triple H having the bloody fist and everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That looked like I me. Mean, could have been spur of the moment type thing, and if so, kudos to Trips. But I don't, I don't see that. I could be wrong. Um, I don't want to bore everybody with WWE shit. Uh, and I'm <laughs> doing a little bit of independent shit. Um, I will give the rundown from Evolve last night, only because a couple of my buddies. I, I say my buddies. I don't even know these guys that well. But I like, best the, I like the young guys around here that are trying to market themselves right, trying to do things. I'm talking about like one, two years in the business. And I like the ones that are out there and they're trying to get as much work as they can. And they're cool as shit. The one guy that was on here, Jonathan Lone Wolf Owens, he's only like 17 years old. And the kid's been in the business since he was like 13. 12, yeah. yeah. And his, my dad and his grandpa run shows. And dude, he hit me up out of nowhere and was like, Asked me some questions about something. Oh, he sent me a video of one of his matches mm-hmm. and asked me if I peep it out. I'm like, man, this kid is, he's got it going on upstairs. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I want to know what my favorite commentator has to think about this. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, my four year old just walked in. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> he's going to come say hi. He could come say hi. How you doing? Hey, Jonas. Paul Paul gave you a penny. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked the fact that the guy gave me a, a, a tape and he asked my opinion. And, and I told him, I said, well, I'm not going to pull any punches. But the match was so good. These guys were trying to do like a PWG style match. Really? The only thing was, I, you know, I told the things I liked didn't like. But it was so good for such young guys. And I told him, I was just like, some of the things, though, you need to slow down. Like one of the kids, he, he's only been in the business maybe 50 matches. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he was a little bit hurried. But man, he was doing some crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. And um, that were he was the, the couple of those guys were at the Emerge show this past week, and so I'm going to give the results of Emerge. If I don't get to it this week, I would definitely get to it next week because we're using the phone for some we're other using purposes. Phones yeah. for other things. But um, what I do want to talk about, Joshua, did you happen to see any results about my favorite wrestler? I did. Your favorite wrestler uh, went up again. That's <laughs> getting ready to say. <laughs> maybe not your favorite, but he's at least by what top three, maybe top five. He's a top, he's a top three. He's okay. Top three. Uh, and they fought for the uh, PWG World Championship. And good news for you, there's a new PWG shoes. Oh, I see man, shoes. Cool. those Batman? Batman shoes, and they light up. I wish my shoes lit up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Josh. <laughs> Hey man, Joshua wishes he had light up Batman shoes. Yeah, <laughs> I know he does. Don't let him tell you different. I want Batman underwear. Uh, but, <laughs> um, he, uh, we have a new PWG champion, the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Uh, he's going to be fighting Jeff Hardy. Uh, That's crazy that he had it a year. Over a year. Him yeah. and Kyle O'Reilly's match was one of the match of the years. Mm. Yeah, uh, and we have a new champion by the name of Zack Saber Jr. 
congratulations to them. I look forward to the many matches that we will see in the next couple of months with uh, Zack Sabre Jr. as PWG champion. Now, is he out of New Japan? Is he, well, like... He was never in New Japan. He was in NOAA. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. But yeah. I think, you know, this is what I've been reading. Speculation says yeah. that WWE is interested in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now, he's getting... He's in the process of getting his work visa so he can stay in the States because he can have... He has a lot of work coming his way in the States now. Oh, yeah. Profitable. So it looks like, you know... Maybe this may be the last year, maybe year and a half. We'll see him on the indies because he is on WWE's radar. They said they they do want him. Oh yeah. So is he going to be like one of the dudes that is probably going to compete in the NXT Cruiserweight? I honestly, I would assume. I don't know exactly how. Because I know they're taking guys from all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like uh, th- he could possibly one of be one of the guys. I would assume he is. He's like yep. he's a buck ninety eight, so mm-hmm. it would work out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but all these other guys on the outside uh, looking in, I hope they do bring them in. You know, so hopefully it works out. I, yep. re- I really do look forward to it. Not to be re- right. So mommy's putting the back in the red. Okay, all right. thank you. All right, go not not to be redundant, but because I said it on the webpage too, but. I'm not going to say that, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's probably at least 10 other guys that could be like, man, that, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. is really, really good, and he could be the best in the world, but there's always somebody you could be like, man, that's a good argument, <laughs> but, I, but I do honestly believe in my heart of hearts, and I've been watching wrestling since I was a little kid, I'm an old man, I do believe he has the best transition game, and by transition game, everywhere, hopefully this listen to this knows what it means, if it don't, you don't know what it means, don't ever listen to our podcast again. You can Google it. Yeah, or Google it, either one. Don't listen to the podcast or Google it. Huh. No, seriously, you should know what that means. Um, I, I just think that it's, it's 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 I've seen transitions from this guy that I haven't seen elsewhere. And, and he does it so damn fluently. Seamless. Mm. And, and the only two names that I would think you could throw up there next to that would be maybe O'Reilly or Gresham. You know what I'm saying? And Gresham, people will argue and be like, oh, he's so small or whatever. But if you've ever seen some of Gresham's transitions, whoa. He is very, very, very underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, Joshua, did you happen to get any mu- spoilers coming? In case you guys that don't want to know about Night Two, uh, oh, PWG, two or just two? Well, we'll go ahead and do them both if you want to. All right. And um, if you don't want to know about PWG spoilers, you want to wait till the DVD comes out. Me personally, gonna I'm going to get it. Three months. I'm going to watch it anyway, <laughs> and um, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get it. I'm going to watch it anyway, so it really don't. They're going to mark out. I'm only going to give you results. I'm not going to tell you how long the matches were. I'm yeah. not going to tell you. How they won. I'm but I'm tell telling you, you right now, there's a couple of them on here when I heard when I saw earlier the few that I did, mm. I was like, Oh my god, oh, oh I got I can't wait to see that. Because I seen earlier who was taking on who. Mm. I didn't see anything. Alright. This so, is all a shock to me, and I'm reading this for the first time. Alright, go for it, bud. So we had night one, we had seven matches. We had sexy Chucky T versus he defeated Trevor Lee. Which I was kinda like, that's interesting because I think Trevor Lee was in the main event of PWG about I just that but Trevor Lee Last time I saw, had the X Division title for Impact. He's got two championships. He's got the X Division for mm-hmm. TNA Impact, and he actually is the CWF Mid Atlantic World Heavyweight Champion, which he won in a hundred and nine minutes. Mm. I have not be, seen it, but I was hear it's it a, Chet? Was it Chet Sterling or 
Tim, I wish that guy from Indy Power Rankings, Jared Polk, was on here because that dude knows his stuff. He does. He does. Um, I want to say. I'm not sure who he defeated. He's a big CDF, CWF mentor. Like, it might be Roy. There's a guy named Roy something on there. But, and like, then, he started there with, uh, with like, uh, Chris Everett and all them, too, weren't they? Yeah, from, Andrew, like, that Andrew Everett. Yeah. I yeah, want to say so. he's second generation. Somebody told me that Trevor Lee's second generation, but I'm well, not sure. I don't sure. know about that, but uh, I'm a Trevor Lee guy. Oh, okay. Well, then we had Chris Hero defeated Evil Uno. Mm. I don't know who that is. That's uh, from the Player Uno, uh, Player Two, the uh, Smash Brothers. Oh. oh, okay. I was like, I don't know. Is that the chubby one? Yeah, it's the chubby one. Oh, he's so good, man. Evil Uno, man, he's deceiving. If you see that guy, he looks like a guy who would be at the comic book shop all day long. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> the comic book store. Young, young Matthew would appreciate him because that dude, all he talks about is video games mm-hmm. on Twitter. I love oh, yeah. Where's my Twitter? All right. <laughs> so then we got Trent, question mark, defeats Drew Galloway. I hate that question mark. Uh-huh. But Trent defeats Drew Galloway. Who I'm not big on, man. No, you're not a Galloway guy. I'm not a Galloway guy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm okay. I am a Galloway guy. You got to let me know. That's good, though. <laughs> I am the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had a non-title match where uh, Roderick Strong defeated Mandrews, Mark Andrews. But that was pretty good. Both I like Mark Andrews. Yeah. I do, too. They said that match was pretty good. Like, a lot of people say good things about you that. see that? My wife got me this for Christmas. That's a Christmas shirt. That's a Christmas shirt. The Sweet Chin Music, Shawn Michaels, is on... Big Brian B's chest right and now. And he's got, I'll put a picture His of me balls smiling. balls are staring at me. <laughs> he's got Shawn Michaels nuts, and it's signed by Shawn Michaels. It has it the is. WWF logo. Oh, wow. Throwing it back. <laughs> Just a sexy boy. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> then we had Chris Class's boy, Kyle O'Reilly, defeated Marley Skrull. Ooh, man. Marty is match, dope, man. Yeah. I like Marty's. Yes. Party Marty. I'm surprised WB's not looking into that guy, man, because he's a villain over there, man. He's a big time. He gets a lot of lot of uh, publicity as a heel over there. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He's good, man. I like Marty's bro. And then we got Zack Sabre defeating Adam Cole. Oh. That's Thank what... you, Joshua. <laughs> Forgot that part. And then in the main event, they had the Bucks defeated Matt Seidel and Ricochet to, defeat, to retain the tag titles. Which I like. I couldn't even remember they had the tag titles. They're not. They're really not. That's okay, no though. That's they okay. put on good tag matches. Yeah. They just don't have a whole lot of storylines in them, which is fine. Uh-huh. It's totally fine. They, they kind of just put else. the Young Bucks against person A and person B, who are going to do a lot of high spots and going to be entertaining, and we're all going to go home happy. But the person A and person B they put them against here are two freaking pimps. Oh, they're <laughs> super pimps, but you knew damn well that they were not winning those tag straps yeah. because they're going to do singles things in a couple of months. Exactly. So then we had night two because apparently that was not enough PWG <laughs> in a weekend. <laughs> Joshua wanted to go. It sounds like I really did want to go. He was on the fence about it. This he, is the one you almost went to, ain't it? I almost, I literally like had it all planned out, but then I was like, no, because obviously I'd rather watch the Oh yeah, who's getting married? That's some asshole that I'm friends with. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I hope I'm invited. Uh, I'm sure you are. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, and also the possibility of the Bucks, you know, reuniting, you know. So we gotta, I gotta save for that too. So yeah, buddy, a smart man. Yeah, buddy. 
You'll get to see the DVD. You'll get to see the DVD. It's good, man. We just gotta wait another six months for it. It's all good, man. We'll wait another month and a half for the for the YouTube. <laughs> don't the worry, man. The one knock I have on PWG, man, is they are in no hurry to get you their DVDs, which they don't have to. Yep. They, they can do whatever the fuck they want. We're watching. all going to buy them. And yep. and what I, makes me laugh, though, is you would think they want to put that product out right away since they bitch about people recording things and putting it on, like, 15-second clips on YouTube, I mean, on Instagram and Snapchat. Like, well, you know, the reason hard. they do is because they're, they're set in stone of how much money they're going to make off that door. It's not going to increase unless they increase ticket prices. That's the that's the venue amount they're going to get. You know what I'm saying? You know what? But I'm, I'm, I'm all for that because there was like, I, I noticed a little rumblings on the forums because PWG has a forum. Mm-hmm. And people were fucking complaining. They're like, oh, you know, I remember when front row was like $25, $35. What's this, like $55, $60? And I'm like, oh, my God. You get what you, you pay you, for. Shut the fuck up. People and are complaining about overkill. That's the that's the that's the thing that bothers me. You know what? I don't care because if front row tickets are a hundred dollars, I'm not bitching. Like, that's right, um, and because the guys that they're bitching about the fifty five dollars, don't go waiting by the DVD for fifteen bucks because there's plenty of other people that pay seventy five dollars for the seats. I will seats. take your seat happily. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, I would gladly pay a hundred bucks for a front row seat at PWG. No yep. problem. Exactly. No problem. Well, so now we got night two. Sorry, I just had. Payday in my mouth. That's okay. I got nuts in there. Um, so we got Chuck Taylor defeating Marty Skrull. Delicious and gluten-free. A delicious. Oh, boy. I'm healthy now. Fucking yes. <laughs> He's like, you take your gluten-free pizza and you stick it up your... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyway. Then we had Mark Andrews defeated Evil Uno. Evil Uno was 0 for 2 this weekend. <laughs> that's okay. Trevor Lee defeated Drew Galloway. Another one that's 0 for 2. Mm. Interesting matchups here, though. Uh, Matt Seidel and Ricochet defeated Death by Elbow. Mm. JT I mean, Dunn and Chris Hero. I was going to say, I knew the hero part. JT Dunn. JT from, Dunn. He used to be with the Juicy Product with David Starr, who has been on the podcast. Got it, got it, got it. Yep. Okay. JT Dunn is good, man. Yeah? He's really good. Yeah, he's very underrated. That might have been his PWJ debut, maybe. I don't know his work, so I don't know. That, that, that actually was his PWG debut. What happened was uh, uh, Hero and Tommy End were Unfortunately, Tommy Ann got hurt, so he couldn't make it. So they have to switch up the night one lineup, and then they brought in JT Dunn for the tag team title. Uh, the tag team match. Boom. Knowledge. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Dropping it. And we had uh, Trent Barrera defeated Adam Cole. Adam Cole's hey, a little, hey. little streak on PWG. Well, I think it's because didn't he used to be the champ? Mm-hmm. And, like, he just came back a little bit. Like, this was his... Well, they had, like, the Ring of Honor exclusive mm-hmm. thing for a little while. This first time he's been back, like, in forever, In a right? while. I know he made his debut. Lights went out a few months ago with their last yeah. one. I think it was at Yeah, because Roddy didn't trust him or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They had that little thing on Valentine's Day they posted on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The Young Bucks retained the PWG tag team titles over Red Dragon. Oh, man. I mean, they, that, that I could watch that match, though. If somebody's like, oh, man, Red Dragon and Young Bucks again, I'd be like... And? And? Let's watch it again. Yeah, you got a match that's going to beat it. Yep. And then uh, the main event. We have a new World Heavyweight Champion, as mentioned earlier. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Roderick Strong. Yes. To win the PWG World Heavyweight title. I will say this. PWG has set a model for independent wrestling that people complain and are like, excuse me, I'm about to burp. It's going to be gross. Um, They should not complain. 
Well, the reason people complain is they say, oh, man, it's overkill because you go you, the second match on the card is fantastic and then the third match and fourth match. And, but the thing is, sorry, uh, I don't know if I'm going to sneeze or burp. <laughs> Excuse there me. There we go. Sorry about that. I haven't covered that one up. Um, <laughs> that model's been set. Uh, independent wrestling is there's always been upper level independent wrestling shows. Um if you watch a CZW show, there may be some clusterfuck shit in there, excuse my language, but there's also going to be some um, higher level wrestling too, along with the blood and guts and everything else. Mm. CZW got that from IWA Mid-South. It's nothing new to have a show where the show is solid from top to bottom. I think it's almost a jealousy thing of a lots of the, um, I don't want to use corny because we always talk about Jim Cornette, but it's not just him. There's other guys that are like, Oh man, you know PWG they ha- they they give too much, and so you know now the guys got to go out there and kill themselves all the time. Okay, it's a it's kind of like a, a fucking I don't want to say an independent mecca, but it's kind of like that is a goal for lots of independent talent that are never going to get the chance to wrestle in a WWE ring, but they may be able to get a chance to go to New Japan or TNA or someplace that's going to pay Maybe more money. Go. Yes, or get a Japanese tour from Noah or one mm-hmm. of the other feds. That's going to pay more money than the independent scene in the in the states, simply because they were on a PWG show. Yes, and so for that alone, if you shit on PWG because of the content, fuck you. Bring me something else. Bring me a legit argument why you like it or why you don't like it, not a bullshit one. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't know of anybody. I mean, I follow PWG fans on the Facebooks, and there yes. are complaints, mm-hmm. but the complaints are not. You know, the, the DVDs are the, the one complaint that we went over Yeah, about like, the, lot, the, the biggest complaint is how, like, oh, they need to get a different venue. Where they complaint. could have more people. They need to have more people there, whatever. They don't need more people. They need air conditioning. Mm-hmm. That's my complaint <laughs> on the PWG. <laughs> He's like, it's hot as balls in It there. is 90 degrees outside. It is 110 inside. Yeah. It is... I had to buy three sticks of deodorant for night one and then another two for night two. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. You but pay- you know what? It also adds to the atmosphere. Yeah. It really does, man. Because yeah. Oh. I mean, I, I almost feel more for the wrestlers because we're standing there sweating balls. You know, I can't imagine being in a ring beating the shit out of somebody for 20 minutes while t- sweating balls. Oh, yeah. And you can't, and you know, it's just a, the, the whole, I think that I'm a huge fan of outdoor shows. Like, a lot of people don't like outdoor shows, but like outdoor shows when it comes to, um, I didn't like the WrestleMania. When was it? When was it? Last year, year before, where it was outdoors. That was last and, year. It was at and, the Forty Nine ers new stadium. And even even the last, like the semi main event, it's still like daylight outside because it's West Coast time too. Yeah, and I did. So, that you know, was to me ten that o'clock was, out east. It's seven o'clock out there. I don't mind the first couple of matches being daylight, but Undertaker's want, entrance gets taken away a little bit when you're outside. Lots of the entrances do for a lot one of them for two, do. and the matches themselves. Because I saw you, Undertaker actually just started his entrance for this year's WrestleMania. He's gonna be well. He's working his way. He's working his way down. He's got a little over a month. He'll get there. (laughs) You trying to say slow now? (laughs) There's lots of people that are huge Undertaker fans to this day, and they will buy that WrestleMania pay per view and pay the fifty dollars because he's on there. Because he's on there. I think it's more than that now. It's probably sixty, seventy bucks. Yeah, because I think the regular pay per views I think are forty five now. So it's probably sixty percent. HD might be sixty five dollars. They'll pay that. I don't and they, get it. And the, well, the thing is, I feel like going, hey, moron. You could have had that. You could get a network for a month. You could have got the network that <laughs> month for 10 bucks and then canceled it. You could do that. But they're doing like this thing now where I think they want to give it away for free. Their first month is free. Every, yeah, if, you, if you're a new subscriber, if I delete mine and then renew, it doesn't. it's not free for me. No, yeah. but I, like, I've been seeing these advertisements where everyone's like, free, hashtag free WrestleMania. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Are they trying to like give it away for free? Well, they're giving away the network for free. Yeah. So if you order it, if thing. you go April 1st and you're like, I want the network, your first month is free. Yeah. But you do need a credit card to subscribe to it. So they might bill you for May. I don't yeah, know how exactly that works. Yeah, and then you have to get it canceled probably. Because I have a monthly subscription. I watch my network fairly regularly, you know. Yeah. I think the price of NXT is 10 bucks a month. Is I'm okay with it. Yeah. Oh, hell You know, yeah. I'm watching the Edge of Christian show now. I think it's funny. You oh, know. what did that? Somebody uh, I seen on Facebook. I don't want to give credit to the wrong person. Somebody said they buried Sonny on there about her doing porn or something on the Edge and Christian show. No, they kind of they, they joked around on it, but it wasn't like they. It buried. wasn't bad. It wasn't like a shovel they burial. Like a, a skit like a, a Visine, um, like was it Visine or something like that? A Vaseline. Vaseline. Yeah, it was a Vaseline. Oh, that's yeah. pretty bad. <laughs> but it's like, it. it wasn't like they just like went on like a 10 minute shtick on it. I mean, it's only a 20 minute show. I know, but still, I think that, I got, it, I'm going to watch Was it a dig? Other. Yes. Was it as bad as somebody made it out to be? I don't think okay, so. Okay, because it was to like. To me, it's also like, it's Ed's a Christian. It's funny. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to say this about the ENC show. If you're not an Edge and Christian fan, you like you're it. probably not going to like it. And I'm talking about like 90s Edge and Christian. I've heard the road trip. Uh, road stories, road trip, whatever. I heard that that's, that some of those are hit or miss. Like one of one of them was good or one of them was bad. And one I've was seen okay. the first two episodes. I don't know if there's any more. Mm-hmm. It's not must see by mm-hmm. any means. It's like if I have nothing to do, yeah, I'll watch that. Or if I watch Swerve, yeah, I'm gonna watch you know the yes. road stories. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool that they have this different program. I mean, I tried to watch Legends House when it first came on. <laughs> And I even watched where Piper came in the house, and they yeah. were all like, "Oh my God, Piper's coming in the house! You don't ever want, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> He's a madman, you know." And he walked in, and he understood, and Jimmy Hart was so worried about where the bathroom was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the beginning yeah. of that. So I watched like the first three episodes, but I never got around to watching the rest of them. And I heard about Pat Patterson's big thing at the end and his tearful coming out and everything. And wait a minute, wait, hold on. but we all knew him. <laughs> well, you know, I guess it's a, if you're not an internet mark. What the funny part is that that I heard so many stories about other people besides Pat Patterson, you know. Yeah. And and I heard about honestly, I heard people talk like the reason Jeff Hardy had a job was because of Pat Patterson. Like, oh, don't do that. You know. Fuck and you hear all these rumors, and you know, everybody knows the the Macho Man Stephanie rumor and. <laughs> it's just so the the, the WWE is so full of that 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 backstage BS, just like the independent scene is. But the independent scene baffles me because the amount of money that's involved, it's so trivial, you know. It is. It's it's so it's trivial. totally trivial. And I don't know. I think PWG pays the guys pretty well, but I think a lot of it is, unless you're one of the guys that's been there a long time, like the newer guys. I don't think they get what people think they do. They you need know? to sell all their t-shirts. Yeah. So, I mean, they get to make money off of their... You As know, they should. Yeah, which is a good thing, you know? Um, are you going to watch Roadblock? Yeah, I'll watch you it. Maybe not Saturday night. night. Yeah. But um, Joshua, I'll watch it. You going to peep uh, it out? Yeah, I mean, if that's a work night for me, I'll probably, you know, watch it. Uh, Especially if it's those three matches. If mm-hmm. those three matches get an hour, yeah, you know, I'll be fine with that. I think it's going to be decent. I definitely yeah, want to watch they got, that. I don't know if we went over it, but it's Brock and Bray. Yep. And then it's the ascent, the uh, the revival versus end zone cast, which I'm all in favor of NXT being on a show with WWE talent, especially if it's no network. Mm-hmm. What are you whispering? No, I'm Oh, I thought you. Whispered. I know he's not a big end zone cast. No, no, fan. I thought he whispered. To, I'm not either. I, I can't. I, I, no offense. I mean, they're gonna fucking get like fucking cheered out the fucking building. It's yeah, in Canada though. I don't. Are they gonna get over in Canada? Yeah, they'll be over. They're in Canada. That's in MSG. What? Is Mass Square Garden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, Nobody? he just said he just he I thought he said it's in Toronto. Yeah, Toronto, I thought. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I uh, thought it was MSG. Hold on, let me Toronto, it. Ontario, Canada. Is it Toronto? Oh shit. At the Rico Coliseum. Yeah. According to Wikipedia. I'm I'm assuming that's correct. I don't I don't wanna like be like that's right and um, wrong. How crazy would it be because since Roman Reigns has the ability to he gets to go to WrestleMania and fight whoever has the belt, right? Right. How crazy would it be for Dean Ambrose Dean to win? Ambrose to win? <laughs> Is oh, that happy big, day? What, would you be a happy man? I would be. Or would you rather see that than the Triple H? Roman no, Reigns I want to see Ambrose heel. I want to see heel Ambrose versus um, Roman Reigns. Uh, I think it would be good, but can he? Can they make that switch? Imagine what it would do if Dean Ambrose beats Triple H with like a finger poke. I know it's not going to happen, and then Dean Ambrose joins the Authority and def- and goes like total heel. I know he's got too many fangirls, and it probably won't work. But the buzz that would it create, I think, would be I think he's amazing. He's selling a lot of merch. I know I he is selling that, a lot of merch. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of what I was alluding to. I was like, you know, for Fastlane, we knew Roman was going to win. We got that. Yeah. Why couldn't God, Fastlane was bad, man. I didn't want. Yeah, that's like, one of the pay per views I didn't watch. It was. I, so, I, really I remember like I after we went, went off, my son was like, "Dad, that was that wasn't that good." And I was like, "Yeah, buddy." I, I watched the uh, the Owens and Ziggler match. I enjoyed that. Yes, that was good. There's a lot of good, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff that could happen, and I'm glad they get. You know, I think they did Roblox because Fastlane was a turd. There you go. That's for you, Josh. That's for you, buddy. It was a turd. <laughs> well, dude, the thing about it is, you know, some of the cheap seats at WrestleMania, they were talking about, I seen on Facebook, like, dudes, like, I just bought WrestleMania tickets, and I'm in the fucking nosebleeds, and I paid over a bill apiece. You did it wrong. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, did you go to StubHub? I mean, what the fuck? How the, oh, I just can't, man. I can't. No offense, but well, I would like Joshua, to go. Do you mind if I tell people what we paid for WrestleMania 30? I don't All right, we were on the floor. Yeah. And we paid 250 apiece. Let's see, but, but that's like we were there, man. Yeah, we were on that, the floor. We were like both. you saw the Undertaker lose it's not the streak. It's like it's not even Undertaker losing. Well, it's the bucket it's list not, stuff, though. It is. That's why I'm trying to get over. It, the it's fact absolutely that, yeah. bucket list stuff. But like, because I was talking to uh, someone else because we were talking about concert tickets and whatnot. They're too yeah. expensive, and this, that, and the other. And oh I'm like, God, oh, concert tickets are are I, stupid I, expensive. What is? Hockey tickets. Sporting events as a whole. Sporting. Yeah. The crazy thing is though, if it's not, if it's um. I remember NBA two years ago. Um, the the oh, Pacers, fuck, there was pa- the Pacers, man. There was there, there was something happened to my buddies. They were like, man, we got seats for like dirt cheap for the Pacers game. It was like I guess because the team they were playing didn't have like a bunch of all stars on or whatever, and they went up to Indianapolis and got tickets like last minute. I want to say under twenty two dollars a piece, and they were really good seats. Wow, and I'm like. Something like that. I don't. I don't know enough about NBA or NFL. People complain because Louisville doesn't have a pro. And I put they pro and quit sports team. I don't know if we could support it. I mean, with the U of L UK robbery it. and stuff. When I, I say we, I mean I haven't been here very long. With the economy, yeah. not even the economy. It's this is a college town. Yeah, through and through. You're absolutely. Um, 
I, from what I understand, we were very close about 10 years ago of getting the Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, they were originally in Vancouver, and then when their lease was up, it was it came down to Louisville or Memphis. Mm-hmm. And Memphis got it by a slight nod. And, um, and you see but I don't how think that's we, doing. Hmm? Yeah, and you see how that's doing. Yeah, yeah, they're doing okay. I mean, it, That's the reason a lot of people don't understand that back in the day, in the territory days, so a lot of the pro teams that we have, they have now, they didn't have then. Mm-hmm. So wrestling was a sporting event. It was a big thing. So yeah. it sold out a lot of the places. And until Vince gets somebody, I mean, Lucha Underground's never going to be a major competitor. They're going to run their seasons and they're going to make their money and that's what they're going to do. They're coming to iTunes or they're already on iTunes. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, okay. But I saw something that their uh, seasons one and two are available on iTunes. I don't know if they're coming soon or if they're already there, but that's, that's kind of cool. That is cool because it's going to expand their audience to mm-hmm. a lot of people that didn't get it because I want to say people on AT&T U-verse had to watch it in Spanish, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it may have been Uverse or Dish, one of the ones they had to watch in Spanish on the whatever. Unlike the SAP, oh, they hit the right. SAP button. Univision. Univision, yeah, they had to watch it. Oh, on and there. not the El Rey. Yeah, because El Rey wasn't on there. Interesting. That, that, that kind of helped them get season two when the Spanish uh, channel picked them up. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they're good. They've already set signed for season three. There's a whole lot of good stuff coming down the works in the pro wrestling thing next week. Um, we should be here if we're not here the next week. We'll be here the week after, and I do have a special guest lined up. He is a deathmatch wrestler, which uh, I want to talk to him about the state of deathmatch wrestling in this area, and not just in this area, but in the in the United States and Japan as a whole. And he is the suicidal beast Bryant Woods. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He was at the King of the Deathmatches. Some people say he stole the King of the Deathmatches, him and J.D. Orr's first round matchup um, this past year. Um, IWA Mid-South announced there will not be a King of the Deathmatches in 2016. Already, they've already yes, announced that. Yes, they announced that. They mm-hmm. announced that if and when they do start, well, when they start running again, I'm going to say if, because they, they didn't will. say that, when they start running again at their new venue, their product is going to be more wrestling-oriented and less deathmatch and hardcore-oriented because the fact that they feel like that has been one of the main reasons that they've had issues with keeping venues and things like that. Mm. And um, and I like to hear other people's opinions on I that. Can't clean up the plot. Well, there were people like saying, you know, oh, you know, it has nothing to do with that. It's your reputation, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm sorry, but if it's a health hazard, then the health department steps in. But lots of times it's other promotions that are jealous and want to be assholes and call in on them and things like that. So, I mean, it's a bunch of political shit. But the bottom line is, IWA Mid-South, I've been to just about everybody else's shows around here. And pound for pound, they're bringing in the best talent and they're putting on the best shows. Yes, locally, locally, I'll say that. And that's the, you have that same problem up in up in where you're from, right, Joshua? There's a whole lot of feds, but lots of them are not worth the money you pay to get in, right? Not even like it's just. <laughs> I, I, I can't even say I'm being spoiled with the indie wrestling. It's just it's just not good product, you know. I, yeah. I can say like tier one wrestling is doing their thing. Other than that, I don't really see a whole lot of. They're not going to be around next year. Yeah. Well, I don't. I can't say that because it's like the the, the New York or rather East Coast independent wrestling is just you know it's so like not worth it in my opinion. Like House of Glory and Tier One are like the only two that come to mind. But I know there's other promotions. Uh, Zach Ryder's uh, best friend, the Big O, he wrestles for something called I think it's NYC uh, independent or something like that. But it's just like. I've never seen any advertising about them. What's funny um, is anytime I see anything in New York, I'm like, hey, Josh, 
Hey man, we're gonna go see this show. Yeah, are you in the Bronx or are you in Brooklyn again? Where are you at again, man? Because here, this show's in Yonkers or this show's in whatever. <laughs> and you're like, dude, that's like four fucking hours away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I ain't going to that bullshit. I was like, dude, I see New York and I think, oh man, it's you all know? the same. Yeah, it's somewhere. It's so in, Josh, you're going to Buffalo to see a wrestling show. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping at a de- at a train station. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, no, they don't run all night. Uh, Long Island Railroad shuts down, like he said, at noon, and the Westchester Railroad shuts down at two. Uh, you know, I've I've had some nights in Grand Central. Yo, yeah. gotta make some phone calls. Oh, uh, that'd be <laughs> horrible, man. Yeah, because it doesn't like there's a cab. You can't call a cab to get you from. You're on an island. But that's gonna be a fucking like a $60, $80 fucking trip. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> That's insanity. Seeing people that don't are, you know, we're, we're, we're broadcasting from Kentucky, so lots of our fans are maybe listeners to Kentucky. They're kind of like, You guys 80, got trains? $80? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? Uber's twelve fifty. Yeah, no. twelve fifty to get me from Oklahoma to Dixie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doesn't work that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, um, I just wish the independent scene wouldn't, I don't want to say take itself too seriously, but I just wish somebody would weed some of the shit out. Now, I'm not judging people. I think there's room on the card for comedy. I think there's room on the card for the uh, with the women. I think there's room on the card for the midgets. I think there's room on the card for... Everything. Yeah, man. everything. They got the tags. They yeah, got... for the hard, even hardcore gimmick matches, whatever. But at the same time, man, put together a product that's worth paying for. And this is my biggest pet peeve. I've said it many times. If you're not... If you're a promoter and the asses aren't in seats then you're, you, look in the mirror, you're doing something wrong. Not your wrestlers, not the other fans who didn't bring their buddies. <laughs> you look at yourself in the fucking mirror, and it's your fault that there's not people in your crowd. You're not promoting correctly. You're not out there. there is interest. Yes, because this, for one, this is a fucking wrestling town. Louisville Gardens did not sell out the years that it did on Tuesday nights. On Tuesday fucking nights. The way it did. Ohio Valley did not sell out Saturday Night Specials for years and years on end. They may still. With their shit shows. And that's, I'm not. I, did I, they sell out on Saturday Night Specials? Probably still selling out. I know out. There's, there's, there's seats being very few. filled. Yeah, there are very few. I, the last time I went was probably about 2011-ish. And we, we were one of the man. last we'll people in. Yeah, it. man, it'd be fun because I I feel bad because nobody'd ever like us again from OVW. They'd be, <laughs> they'd be like, "What?" But because the last time I you went, shit. there was one match, and that was Michael Hayes versus Ali in the cage. The rest was fucking awful. I mean, I could just, see Hayes and Ali being fun though. It was fun. Those two were good back in the day. Yeah, man. and there was a couple other guys that were okay on the mic and stuff, but it just wasn't like a like Chris Silvio. He came out there, he tried his ass off, he did good, man. But the guy he was wrestling didn't want to do shit. <laughs> and, and they had a tag match with Jesse Goddard, and the dude that was his partner looked at the fans and was like, God, this guy sucks. But to his credit, Jesse Goddard had been wrestling maybe six months at the time. Yeah. He was fresh off Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. So, he still looks a, a star on TNA. What's funny? I, I watched Impact not too long. I, it's off my recording now. Yeah. I can't watch that anymore. <laughs> Pop but, TV. I actually watched some the other night when Drew, got, Drew uh, Gallery was on there. Maybe. Think of why I don't like him, but I did get to see the uh, T the T Gray Uno, I think it is T Gray Uno and uh, Trevor, Trevor Lee match. when the Warrior won the belt. That was, a, that was that was a halfway decent. They match. were going to do another match uh, in a cage on the Lethal Lockdown pay per view. Mm, I, I have that in my thing. DVR. 
Oh, do you? Yes. Okay. I don't have the pay-per-view one. I don't know I if it's a pay-per-view or if it's a one-night only they, or if it's an impact thing. I don't know how they work anymore. Some of it on pop. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Like yeah, the that was like Rude versus uh, Angle was the main event. Yeah. Okay. And then they also had uh, EC3 took on Matt Hardy for the belt, and then Spud turned on EC3 and hit him in the head with the cage door. Oh. Which I like Spud and I like EC3. People shit on EC3 and stuff. I mean, I think they missed EC3 the ball. He's good, man. Good man. He is funny as. He's fuck, good in too. the ring. He's good on the mic, and I think that they... I actually like how he acknowledges people who say you can't wrestle, and he's like, I disagree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's good. I think that um, people that say you can't wrestle get that shit from. I don't, this is hard to say. I understand the the when it comes to Cena, people say it. I understand it when they say it about Miz. Um, the reason why because people think that they've heard other people say it, and it's, a, it's a kind of a catchy thing. Yeah, it's it makes it cool or whatever. But there's a big difference between being able to wrestle like Stephen, like uh, William Regal Russell. Mm-hmm. And be able to wrestle like John Cena or Randy Orton wrestles. Do you know what I'm saying? I really shouldn't put Randy Orton in the same sentence as John Cena when it comes to that kind of thing because Orton can fucking go. Where's Class when you need him? You know, but anyway. he, he will agree. Class will agree that Orton can go. But um, <laughs> well, I want to thank a lot of people really quickly. Um, I want to thank Big Jimmy Fletcher. Uh, and I want to thank Nick Matawa. I want to thank. Uh, Jonathan Lone Wolf Owens. Uh, all three of those guys in the last couple weeks have hit me up for opinions or, or talked to me about wrestling or things on the side. Uh, Manawa for helping me out getting the commentary spot. Uh, Jimmy Fletcher for having the faith in me to allow me to co- do color commentary on the next on this big pro wrestling freedom return show that is stacked. I will have a I have the date and time I've already put it on there, but I will have the entire card for you guys. Next podcast, so look forward to that. Okay, and it's for April eighth. I will run down the whole entire card. Like I said, a card subject to change. You never know between now and then. Some guy may be like, "Oh man, I got another booking," or some guy's got the flu, or some guy's mad at the other guy on the card because his old lady. You never know. It's a wrestling. Yes, Joshua. Anything else before we head out of here today? Heck yeah, back row hecklers in the house. We're hopefully we'll have Chris Glass back here next week. And uh, Joshua, Matthew, I want to thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you guys in the back. Oh, we got a Twitter question. Almost messed up. We do? Yeah, I forgot. Last, <laughs> week, uh, last week we had one. Oh, man, I almost forgot. He would have, as soon as I said it and we started loading up, him like, I didn't, thanks for my Twitter question. <laughs> Twitter question of the week. Twitter question Matthew. of the week. And I'm going to put this one on Facebook, too, because I'm curious if we have any other. Uh... Yeah, because lots of times Twitter people don't respond. I, I, you know, Chiming it got in. about 200 likes, and it got some... Yeah, yeah. Yep. And um, uh, we had over 600 views of the number 60 podcast. Did you oh, see that? I did. Yes, it wasn't completely organic, but that's okay. Hey, we got it pushed. We got it shared. <laughs> we, got it, we got it taken so care of, So that means man. a lot of people are out there hopefully clicking and listening. Hopefully clicking and listening. So for this week, I want you guys to create a tag team, oh. and I want you to name it. Um, and I'm going to narrow it down a little bit that I want these guys to be in, like, the same fed. Okay. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know... And I want them, like, right now. I don't want, you know, past, you know. Gotcha. I can't be like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Hayabusa. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's a tough one. I'll tell you what. <sighs> Here's what I would want to see. While you guys think about that okay. for two seconds, um, it's not going to be, this is more of a fan favorite thing. It's not going to be the best tag team in the world. That's but this okay. Is what it hey, would, it's what you want to see. I would yes, want to see it. this. 
Um, I would, you know, Dean Ambrose is doing his asylum gimmick. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him tag, and it's never going to happen, with Damian Sandow. And Sandow could be like, I can tell what he can do. I can tell what he can do. I'm going to control Dean Ambrose. It could be a total, it would be a total heel thing. Um, for a name, I can't think of a name offhand. I had one because I was thinking about this earlier, and I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. But like Sandow and Ambrose, and it would kind of be like, you know, I'm greater than you, you know, mixed in with the asylum, oh, something along I those lines. That. Yeah, he like he, because he was the uh, the savior of the unwashed masses, and they yeah. can kind of tie that in somehow. Which side note, Damian Sandow actually asked for his release. Oh, I didn't know that. I saw this on Facebook earlier this afternoon. It's been rumored. I I can understand it because he has not been used, and that guy is a talent, and I hope he does well elsewhere. He's been under contract for a long, long time, too, man. When when he first came out as Damon Sandow, I didn't realize that it was Aaron Idle Stevens. It took me a minute. I used to love, love him. He had matches against Punk back in the day, and OVW did excellent. He had had Beth Phoenix and... uh, the vampire Shelly chick with the big fake boobs. Yeah, <laughs> that was they were. He had both those as valets. They were doing like a, almost like kissing each other. It was fantastic. Wow. That's great. awesome, man. Um, Sammy Callahan was Dean Ambrose's tag team partner in the Indies, and they were the Swiss Blake Conspiracy. Yes, but they didn't have that kind of gimmick. They had kind of like a, um, like a street kids kind of tough mm-hmm. uh, homeless kid badass gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of like a we'll Raven pull, thing, or no, a little bit, but yeah, kind of. He's like we'll pull the. Uh, it was uh, the Callahan Death Machine. Okay. You know, and then Dean Ambrose was just, um, it was John Moxley, but he was uh, um, explicit. Mm-hmm. You know, he wore like the, the the explicit sign that's on video games and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, He didn't have like John explicit Moxley. That's just, you know, what he was. So it's making his first, he was tough. They had a tag team match, a Tangled Web 4 from CZW with, against Drake Younger, who's the referee at, in NXT, and Scotty Vortex, and those dudes destroyed each other, man. It was the ugliest Tangled web you ever seen? They had like chain link fence strapped beside the shit. It was awful. Wow. It was awful. <laughs> um, I would like to see, and this is gonna sound really crazy, almost stupid, but I would like to see like um a mega powers team. Like a, I don't know. You gotta figure they're, they're when Hogan and Macho Man were the mega powers, and they were the two biggest names in the world. And they were a tag team. They had the Miss Elizabeth as the as the go-between. Yes. And I don't know, I mean, i almost like to see, it sounds stupid, but if we could have a, I don't know who I would put with them, like somebody come in between Triple H and Stephanie, almost like a, uh, like oh, Triple H would have to be a, but like well, a, almost so like Triple a, H would tag somebody and Stephanie would get in between? Yeah, yeah, you know. And I, I well, they did would, that a while ago with Kurt Angle. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like, 2001, I think, when they had, like, the WCW and ECW invasion thing going on. I mean, if I had to create something on top of my head, because I would want something that keep Triple H in the ring a little more. People are like, oh, I don't want to see Triple H anymore. Which his I contract t- for in-ring is coming? I didn't know he had two different contracts. I didn't either. He has, his in-ring contract's coming up soon. Well, that's good. Maybe he should just go. So maybe he just stays know. business, which is why other people are like, Dean Ambrose is going to win, going back to the roadblock thing. Because it expires before mm. Mania. Oh. But anyway... Okay. I totally get the sidetracked. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. Joshua? Can we do, like, past the present or has to be present? He said it has to be present. I was hoping to do present, but let's see what you got. Yeah. I was going to go with uh, Ultimate Warrior and Kevin Owens. There you go. He's like <laughs> my two favorite of all time. It's okay. Yeah. Ultimate, the, the name would be the Ultimate Heels or Ultimate Douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> I think either one of those fits, man. That'd be great, man. Yeah, it is. Well, the thing is, though, you heard stuff about Ultimate Warrior being a douchebag. You never hear about outside of the ring 
Kevin Owens may put people in their place on Twitter and shit and say he, what he means, but like every time you see the fans' interaction with him, it's mm-hmm. always positive. Oh, I tell people he's one of the sweetest guys I've never met. Because uh-huh. like I've like interacted with him, uh-huh. but like with seeing Josh, seeing his face light up when he saw Joshua two years ago before he was in the E, which just made me so happy. And knew exactly who he was. He did. And and my buddy Manawa, like when he had the baby, man, he told me he's like, out of nowhere, the baby's born. I put the pictures on Facebook, put the pictures on Twitter, uh-huh. or it might even been before the baby was born. He gets a care package in the mail and just says, "From your pal Kev." And Kevin Steen sent, sent his kids some stuff. And so when they went to the house show this past week, I don't know, I told the story uh, last week, but I took the picture of the Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens figure that I got for you, Josh. And then yeah. I sent it to Manawa. I was like, hey, you looking for him because he customizes. And he's like, no, nah, man, I need the Finn Balor. I was like, okay, that's cool. And he sent me a picture later that day of him posing with the real <laughs> Kevin Owens. So he went to the house show and got to see and talk to him. And his wife actually got a picture and she thanked him. You know, she's like, man, I want to, if I got to thank him for the stuff he sent Junior. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that dude hasn't probably wrestled at WA in 10 years. And from here, remember Nick, Nick Manawan, remember that stuff. That's fucking awesome, man. It's That's, great, man. It shows what kind of guy he is. And I wish there were more guys that remember where they came from and shit like that. Because Colt! Mm. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know what, though? I don't expect that guy to be like, yeah, man, I remember you. I played cards with you 18 years ago, whatever. But, dude, you don't have to be a douchebag, man. I mean, you don't have to be a douchebag. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. If you're... if, if if you're in the wrestling business and you're in the independent scene and $10 means more to you that night than the what your fans or a group of fans think of you, if that $10 means more to you than what the group of fans actually think about you as a person, mm. then fuck your face, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't never needed $10 that bad, dude. Never. So if you do, then more power to you, yeah. homie. You know, basically. Yep, exactly. We're going to go ahead and head out of here with that. Joshua, any, any closing thoughts, man? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm fucking hungry. I want to get off here. No, I'm yeah. We will see, and we will see you guys. We'll have Matthew. roadblock uh, results, I guess. Yeah, we'll have roadblock week. results. And then we're also, like I said, we're going to try to get uh, Bryant Woods on here. I do have a couple of other people. I'm going to go. I usually don't announce it. You know, you get mad. People are like, oh, verbally committed. Bryant's real popular and verbally committed. But in April. I do have verbally committed. I think I may have already told you guys or not. I'm not sure. Evolve star. I think I'm pronouncing this right. Fred Yehai. Yehai or Yehai? Okay, cool. Oh, he's good. If you haven't seen him yet. (laughs) (laughs) He's good, man. So (laughs) hopefully he'll come through and he'll be on here. I have a couple other guys that are uh, I'm I'm working on. So we are going to be bringing some interviews back to you. We're in the process of uh, getting all of our equipment updated and everything else. It's one of the reasons why we haven't had interviews. But We're go back and, go back and listen, dude. We got like over 50 some of the podcast available on iTunes or Speaker for free. You can go back and listen to go listen to Chris Hero, go listen to David Starr, go listen to Lauren Murphy. Uh, Lauren Murphy for that sure. Is sweet. Oh yeah, and, and I tell you another one that I liked a lot and I went back and listened to it recently and as I was doing it, I was like, "Oh my gosh." But after I listened to it, it was Jason Kincaid. Jason the Gift Kincaid. Don't get me wrong. He's definitely a different kind of guy. Mm. <laughs> but some of his answers on there, when I went back and listened to it, like he said, I said, Fed, he's like, well, there's only really one Fed, bud. You know, and it was so, <laughs> he's so laid back and chilled, but he's like, yeah, I don't call anything a Fed besides, besides the, the Fed. E. Yeah, besides the E. And, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, man. So we'll see you guys next time around, and uh, we'll see you guys in the back row. <laughs>